Alleluia, Alleluia. Blessed are you, O Virgin Mary. Without dying, you won the martyr's crown beneath the foot of the cross. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. May the words of the Gospel be on my mind, on my lips, and in my heart. Amen. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. And then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. My dear friends, as I said earlier, today we celebrate the feast day of the Sorrowful Mother. And these are sorrowful times. And indeed, it is very important to, one, to intercede for the world. One of the things that God has given us to do, which we can do our whole life, even when we're in a nursing home, even when we're sick, and any time in our life, we can intercede and pray for the world. And this is a reminder today that we are obligated by our Christian duty to love to pray for the world. And to pray to the world through our sorrowful mother. She is the one who intercedes for us. I like to say we all have a Jewish mother. And it's Mary, and she intercedes for us. And we can ask her to intercede for us in all of our, in all of our uh, needs, and all of our wants, and all of our struggles, and all the things that we need to do the mission of God. We have a mother who helps us, the Mediatrix of all grace. So today is the Sorrowful Mother. You know, 700 years ago, the Servites came up with the sorrowful mysteries of the mother of the, on the rosary, and this whole month is dedicated to Mary, the sorrowful mother. So we've been, already been praying to her this month for interceding in our sorrows and troubles. And it's very important. However, this first reading is also very important. I don't want anyone to miss it. This first reading from first, uh, St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians chapter 12. And this is important for our life as well. Maybe more important than intercession, if you want to you put them in a hierarchy. And that is, that St. Paul says that the, the body has many parts. So look at the human body. There's hair, there's eyes, there's a tongue, there's fingers, there's toes, legs, arms, lungs. All these different parts work together for the human body to be alive. So everything is working in synchronicity. It's all working together. We're all alive. And he says the body of Christ, which we are all part of, is just like that. Exactly like that. In other words, my dear friends, each of you here and each person in the whole world that has been baptized and confirmed 
is like one of those parts in the body. Some are fingers, some are ears, some are eyes, some are lungs. Everyone has been given different tasks to do in the, in the building up of the body of Christ. We've all been equipped. And so it's so important. You're, you're going to miss so much in your life if you don't sit and think about what are the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given me? And how can I use them for God's kingdom? <clears throat> it's so important to know that. And to, and to have the Holy Spirit show that to you so that you can do what it is God put you here to do. So when we're baptized, we get the sevenfold gift of the Holy Spirit. This is for our own salvation. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, courage, counsel, piety, fear of the Lord. You should have that memorized. Because you should be praying for that every day. To, Lord, I want to grow in wisdom today. I want to grow in knowledge. I want to grow in understanding today. You should be praying every day to the Holy Spirit to grow in that sevenfold gift of the Spirit because that's for your own salvation. But then at confirmation, you get gifts for the body of Christ, gifts that build up his kingdom on earth. And there's 24 of those listed in Scripture, but you can't, you can't list them all. There's too many. But there's 24 in Scripture. And those gifts come to you. They come, they come to bundled together. They come in a gift mix. Usually when you get the gift of encouraging others, you get the gift of pastoring. Or when you get the gift of administration, you get the gift of patience, let's say. <laughs> or when you get the gift of uh, evangelization, you might get the gift of writing with it too. So these gifts have come to you. You have received them. I don't know what they are, but you can maybe tell me what your gifts are someday. You have received them, and they are for the billion body of the Christ. Then the Holy Spirit after that uh, gives the charismatic gifts. Some people receive the gift of tongues, the gift of healing, the gift of miracles, uh, the gift of uh, faith. These gifts are charismatic gifts, and they are also for the building up of Christ. And then the Holy Spirit never quits. Then the Holy Spirit gives some people the mystical gifts. You've heard about it in the great lives of the saints. You know, knowing other people's sins, levitating, all the different things that they do. Both St. Dominic and St. Thomas Aquinas would levitate during Mass. They had that gift of levitation from the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit's not done because even the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we have received, they give gifts. So even the gifts of the Holy Spirit give gifts. They're called the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And there's nine of them listed in Galatians, but again, you can't write them all down. But when we live in the gifts of the Spirit, when we seek to do God's will, when we are looking to do what God would have us do today in, with His gifts, those gifts bring gifts. And those are called the fruits. And the first three are love, peace, and joy. Because now you are in sync with God. Now you're living the life God called you to live. Now you're building up His kingdom. So what follows from that? Love, peace, and joy. So my dear friends, I don't want anyone to miss that today. I don't want anyone to miss being in tune with the Holy Spirit and being led by the Holy Spirit and doing what it is that God has sent you to do here today. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are you, O Virgin Mary, without dying you won the martyr's crown beneath the foot of the cross. 
Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. May the words of the Gospel be on my mind, on my lips, and in my heart. Amen. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. And then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. My dear friends, as I said earlier, today we celebrate the feast day of the Sorrowful Mother. And these are sorrowful times. And indeed, it is very important to, one, to intercede for the world. One of the things that God has given us to do, which we can do our whole life, even when we're in a nursing home, even when we're sick, and any time in our life, we can intercede and pray for the world. And this is a reminder today that we are obligated by our Christian duty to love to pray for the world. And to pray to the world through our sorrowful mother. She is the one who intercedes for us. I like to say we all have a Jewish mother. And it's Mary, and she intercedes for us. And we can ask her to intercede for us in all of our, in all of our uh, needs, and all of our wants, and all of our struggles, and all the things that we need to do the mission of God. We have a mother who helps us, the Mediatrix of all grace. So today is the Sorrowful Mother. You know, 700 years ago, the Servites came up with the sorrowful mysteries of the mother of the, on the rosary, and this whole month is dedicated to Mary, the sorrowful mother. So we've been, already been praying to her this month for interceding in our sorrows and troubles. And it's very important. However, this first reading is also very important. I don't want anyone to miss it. This first reading from first, uh, St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians chapter 12. And this is important for our life as well. Maybe more important than intercession, if you want to hi put them in a hierarchy. And that is, that St. Paul says that the, the body has many parts. So look at the human body. There's hair, there's eyes, there's a tongue, there's fingers, there's toes, legs, arms, lungs. All these different parts work together for the human body to be alive. So everything is working in synchronicity. It's all working together. We're all alive. And he says the body of Christ, which we are all part of, is just like that. Exactly like that. In other words, my dear friends, each of you here and each person in the whole world that has been baptized and confirmed is like one of those parts in the body. Some are fingers, some are ears, some are eyes, some are lungs. Everyone has been given different tasks to do in the, in the building up of the body of Christ. 
we've all been equipped. And so it's so important. You're, you're going to miss so much in your life if you don't sit and think about what are the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given me? And how can I use them for God's kingdom? <clears throat> it's so important to know that and to, and to have the Holy Spirit show that to you so that you can do what it is God put you here to do. So when we're baptized, we get the sevenfold gift of the Holy Spirit. This is for our own salvation. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, courage, counsel, piety, fear of the Lord. You should have that memorized. Because you should be praying for that every day. To, Lord, I want to grow in wisdom today. I want to grow in knowledge. I want to grow in understanding today. You should be praying every day to the Holy Spirit to grow in that sevenfold gift of the Spirit. Because that's for your own salvation. But then at confirmation, you get gifts for the body of Christ. Gifts that build up His kingdom on earth. And there's 24 of those listed in Scripture. But you can't, you can't list them all. There's too many. But there's 24 in Scripture. And those gifts come to you. They come, they come bundled together. They come in a gift mix. Usually when you get the gift of encouraging others, you get the gift of pastoring. Or when you get the gift of administration, you get the gift of patience, let's say. <laughs> or when you get the gift of uh, evangelization, you might get the gift of writing with it too. So these gifts have come to you. You have received them. I don't know what they are, but you can maybe tell me what your gifts are someday. You have received them, and they are for the building of the body of the Christ. Then the Holy Spirit, after that, uh, gives the charismatic gifts. Some people receive the gift of tongues, the gift of healing, the gift of miracles, uh, the gift of uh, faith. These gifts are charismatic gifts, and they are also for the building up of Christ. And then the Holy Spirit never quits. Then the Holy Spirit gives some people the mystical gifts. You've heard about it in the great lives of the saints. You know, knowing other people's sins, levitating, all the different things that they do. Both St. Dominic and St. Thomas Aquinas would levitate during Mass. They had that gift of levitation from the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit's not done because even the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we have received, they give gifts. So even the gifts of the Holy Spirit give gifts. They're called the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And there's nine of them listed in Galatians, but again, you can't write them all down. But when we live in the gifts of the Spirit, when we seek to do God's will, when we are looking to do what God would have us do today in, with His gifts, those gifts bring gifts. And those are called the fruits. And the first three are love, peace, and joy. Because now you are in sync with God. Now you're living the life God called you to live. Now you're building up His kingdom. So what follows from that? Love, peace, and joy. So my dear friends, I don't want anyone to miss that today. I don't want anyone to miss being in tune with the Holy Spirit and being led by the Holy Spirit and doing what it is that God has sent you to do here today.